0: Self-care. It's all the rage. Everyone is talking about it. Everyone is trying to do it. Everyone is trying to do it like someone else or better than someone else. So what really is it? And what does it mean as a believer? Are you trying to get out of self-care what you can actually only receive from rest? And not just any kind of rest, but rest like God planned for you to take, to use, to have? Let's talk about it. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl-next-door healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. It's no shock to any of your systems when I mention self-care, right? I mean, if there ever was a buzzword or phrase floating around, I think self-care is definitely one of them. Hashtag self-care. Hashtag self-care Saturday. Hashtag self Sunday. Hashtag self-care every day. You get the point. You've maybe even used the hashtag shoot. I think I used to use it all the time while I was soaking in a nice bubble bath. But today, I really want to dig in to the idea of self-care from a Christian and even biblical perspective. Don't sigh. Don't scoff. I'm not about to tell you not to have your self-care days. I'm just hoping to open up the discussion. And even if it's just in your mind, I'm hoping that you start to look at self-care in a potentially fresh way. So, is self-care godly? Is self-care, quote, Christian? (laughs) I know grammatically we're not supposed to answer a question with a question, but well, why not? Why would it not be godly? Why would self care not be Christian? Okay, I wasn't gonna hit this point hard quite yet, but I just can't contain myself because I wanna share all the things with you in the next like 18 minutes or so. So I'm all for self care. But do you know what self care really is? I mean, really think about care. Think about child care. Think about home care. Think about even apple care. I know that one may have thrown you off, but it's still helping me make my point. Care is, yes, I'm coming with a definition because that's how I roll. Care is simply the provision of what is necessary for health, welfare, maintenance, and protection of something or someone. Okay, got it. That's pretty clear. Care is important, even and especially self-care. Shower, drink plenty of water, go for a walk, take a breather, self-care. Now, I'm not saying this is you. But I've had to check myself on this right here. And honestly, with all the discussion lately about self-care and even about the Sabbath, which we will dive into in a bit. To put it bluntly, there are some people who share, speak, post about all about this self-care when really they're actually just exercising selfishness or even self-centeredness. Go ahead and disagree all you want, (laughs) maybe out of protecting yourself. But also know I'm not here to condemn anyone. I'm just here to shed light light that i had to let in on my own self-care routine self-care is essentially taking care of yourself not doing whatever you want and getting away with it in the name of self-care Whoa, harsh maybe but i'm asking you to examine yourself and if you don't want to or if you struggle to examine yourself ask the holy spirit to help you again i'm sharing this because that's where i found myself I found myself exhausted all the time. I found myself feeling overworked and maybe even underappreciated and was waking up early, staying up late, building other people's dreams, serving as much as I could, and still taking care of my own body physically. So if anyone deserved a hashtag self-care Saturday, it was me, right? Mani-pedi, massage, facial, bubble bath, self-care. My weeks were exhausting me so much that I just needed a day. Don't call me, don't text me, don't ask me to help you with anything. I need a day. Are you with me? Look, it's no secret that we live in a world that overemphasizes the hustle, the busyness, the rise and grind mentality. Our world wears exhaustion as a badge of honor. Our world sees coffee and energy drinks as must-haves in order to prove your work ethic and success. So what about self-care? You can't tell me that that much caffeine is considered self-care. And you also can't tell me one day of, let's be honest, pampering yourself no matter the cost, is complete self-care either. So, what about actual self-care? And here's where I really want to park for a while, actually. What about rest? Rest. What a word. What a concept. For some of you, this is a foreign word in your busy schedule of life, and yet for others of you, it seems like the norm as you've nearly finished Netflix. So, is self-care rest? Is rest self-care? I want to talk all about it today because as I've been seeing more and more and more and more talks and posts and just all the things about self-care lately, as believers, I truly believe we need to take it a step further. Or maybe actually, it's a step back. Rest is biblical. We are called to rest. David rested. The disciples rested. Sometimes. (laughs) Jesus rested. Um, God rested. Rested. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and he declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. That's Genesis chapter 2 verses 1 to 3. I think too often we think self-care and rest are the same thing. Let me burst that bubble for you right now. They aren't. You might be able to argue that self care and what the world considers rest might go together, but godly rest, to truly rest in the Lord, to rest in the way God rested, that, my friend, is not the same as your spa day. You see, here's what happens in our world society says to work and work and work and work, and then when you're exhausted, take a little rest so that you can get right back to work. And for a lot of you, That's what it is. That's what rest looks like. Get in a 20 minute power nap before you head to the next meeting. Sit in the car for five minutes when you get home before you go inside to the family commotion. Or stay up late just to mindlessly binge watch a show. Take a bath on Sunday night for that extra relaxation before the chaos of another work week begins. But that right there is not how God designed rest. How do I know? Because that's not how He rested. And just so we are clear, God rested in Genesis chapter 2, the second chapter of the entire Bible. God rested right after he finished creation, which if I can take a little rabbit trail for a second and make you think about that right there, in those six days of God creating heaven, earth, and every land, animal, and sea creature, and man, and woman— If you've caught up to the last couple of episodes of the podcast, I've been in this awestruck sense when it comes to creation lately. But really, all the animals and the sea creatures, God finished creating. So those creatures we are still discovering thousands and thousands of years later, yeah, he created them in those six days. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all the work. Let me bring it back. Check this out. I love how the New Living Translation of the Bible says those verses. So he rested from His work of creation. He didn't rest because of all His work. I actually went and did a little study to see how other translations of the Bible worded this to see if there was something else that I needed to pick up. Guess what? Every translation I checked said the same thing. God rested from all his work side note a website i use very regularly is biblehub.com b-i-b-l-e-h-u-b.com you can pick like any verse and it'll pop it out in like 30 or so translations all in a list so bonus tip that's a website i hit very regularly okay so let's get this truth out there god didn't rest because he was tired he's god And as God, he set the example for us. He set the example of what life should be like. And all of this is before Adam and Eve ate the fruit and the fall happened and the world got everything all jacked up. Before all that, when everything was still very good, when everything was still as God designed it for our relationship with him, when it was still perfect, God rested. God set the rhythm and the flow of what life should look like. He made it clear that there should be evening and morning. That's a rhythm. He made it clear there should be work and then rest that's a rhythm just take that in for a moment okay let's go deeper because now i'm gonna hit what i believe is the biggest hurdle we face when it comes to resting in the lord and i'm gonna hit you with just one question here it is your purpose and your identity where do they come from now if your first instinct was to shout out jesus like a little kid earning an extra piece of candy from the candy bin at sunday school well good for you and yes that's obviously the correct answer but what is the true answer What is your true answer? The truth is, for most of my life, my identity was as a basketball player. Then my identity was as a female holding a career in the NBA. For a season, a long season of my life, my identity was as a fitness girl, as a personal trainer, and it was clear. My days were consumed with workouts and healthy lifestyle choices, sharing every moment of them on social media. My identity was in the transformation of my clients. Was I a believer? Most definitely. But if I'm really honest, like if I really, really examine myself, my identity was in those other titles and those other accolades. Here's where you have to examine yourself. And like I said earlier, if you're having trouble examining yourself, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Being a mom, having a career, being an entrepreneur, writing books, teaching others, the work of each of these and so much more is good. But it must be kept in balance with rest so that your pursuit of productivity and achievement doesn't come to represent the entirety of your purpose and identity. Remember, God set up a pattern for us to follow. He set up a rhythm. You can't do it all. I know at times you try, and at times you may even think you can, but you can't get it all done, even if you work 24-7. You have to let go of the idea and all the attempts of working toward or even earning your identity through your work. You need to rest in the identity God provides for you, and that identity... That identity right there includes rest. It includes rest in him, in his plan, in his provision, in his care. If you still are like, I got it, Kayla. No, for real, my identity is in God. I'm not caught up in the title and the work anymore. Then I have another question for you. And this one, this one right here, this is the one that got me. Can you rely on God to take care of you while you cease from work? Notice I didn't say, do you rely on God to take care of you? Because that sometimes catches the back end of what I'm trying to ask. I'm not asking if you trust God to take care of your bills, if you have to take some time off when you're sick, or if you have to take time off to attend to some family business. I'm asking you if you can rest. Can you rest or does your work require that you give your attention to it? I'll ask you again. Can you rely on God to take care of you while you cease from work? Let's talk about the Sabbath for a bit. Sabbath, the day of rest talked about in the Bible. Sabbath rest is what God did. God didn't rest because he was tired and he didn't rest to gear up for another overwhelming work week. He rested from his work to reflect and celebrate all that he had done. Can I do that? Can you do that? See, understanding rest as like dependence on God, but... Also, in consideration of his love and provision and care, as opposed to rest as a break from our pursuit of our own independence, our own identity, and our own purpose through our work, is what it's really all about. Resting in the Lord truly means placing your faith and identity in him, and that includes in his provision, no matter what he decides that looks like. That's the part that I often get hung up on. You too. Like, I trust God to provide for me and I trust his plan, but I really think it would work well the way I have it laid out in my mind sometimes, you know? Well, what about this? You know how some people have that saying, I work to live, I don't live to work? They're saying they work in order to provide for the adventures and the things that they want to do in life. They work hard to be able to experience all that life has to offer them. They're saying that is their focus, not the opposite, which is live to work. Like your entire identity is in what you do and you're always striving for the next promotion, the next opportunity, the next level. Well, if I were to switch that saying around and ask you, do you work to rest or do you rest to work? The problem would be that many of us probably have an answer to that question. Many of us can clearly say that either we work in order to rest, whether that's retirement or the thought of, well, somebody's got to pay for these vacations. Or we see that we rest to work. We take a day off so that we're refreshed for the week, so that we can get right back to the grind. We are forever singing along with the bangles, it's just another manic Monday. Please tell me y'all remember that song. (laughs) But like I said, as believers, the problem is that too often we do have an answer to that question. But the truth is that rest, the kind of rest God laid the foundation and example for us as, the kind of rest only found in him, is not to focus on recovery and rejuvenation. It is not to gear us up for another over-exhausting schedule until the next time you've scheduled in your rest. But resting in the Lord is to be joyful, to make you smile with a calm and comforting presence like never before, to make you see all God has done in you, for you, through you, to really reflect and celebrate. Resting in the Lord is not sleeping all day and scheduling a spa treatment, but I'll tell you what... Time with him reflecting on his goodness can fill you up in ways sleeping all day and that $300 facial never could. Proverbs fourteen thirty says a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. The New International Version of the Bible says it like this, a heart at peace gives life to the body. See, resting in the Lord, the effects are beyond just your heart. The peace you receive from resting in him gives life to your body. How many times have you prayed for more energy? More focus just to make it through the end of the day, end of the week, end of the month with your work? I mean, I'm sure you've seen the t shirts, you've seen the phrase, you've maybe even shared it yourself. This girl is powered by coffee and Jesus. We share that phrase as our truth. We smile and chuckle about it as we relate to it with one another. But if you could only pick one of those to power your day, which would it be? Let me ask that another way if you could only choose one of those to depend on to get you through your day, With full honesty knowing you'd have to give up the other, which would you choose? I tell you what, catching the rhythm of rest like God set up, that's where it's at. This call to rest isn't just a call to trust in God when it's convenient but to recognize our total and complete dependence on him at all times and that he's always in control. It's like taking that sealed up jar full of peace, joy, and hope that you've been so desperately trying every trick to open. You've tapped around the edge of it with a knife. You've used the gripper thing. You've banged it upside down on the floor. You've double booked yourself so that you can plan a vacation in three months to get the peace you've been wanting. You've stayed up all night talking to your significant other whom you've been unintentionally rejecting and neglecting out of exhaustion in order to get the joy back in your marriage. You've built foolproof systems in your business looking for the hope of a stable future, but you're still sitting there at the end of the night struggling. Here's the thing. There's a solution. Hand the jar to God. Let him open it. Let him help you. Let him be your identity. Let him be the first. Let him be your source of peace, of joy, of hope. Let him be God. Let me bring this back to where we started. What I'm coming to realize and what I'm taking away from this for myself is this. Self-care is daily. Self-care matters every single day I'm not having a self-care day just like I'm not having a cheat day Ugh, that's one of those things from back in my years as a health and fitness professional that drives me absolutely nuts like you mean to tell me you're planning ahead when you're gonna cheat and not just when but how you're excited about and you're boasting about your upcoming cheat day why not just have a lifestyle that allows you to have pizza on a random Wednesday if you want it Ugh, what a concept right Even when I was competing, I didn't like the mindset of cheat meals or cheat days. One of my coaches in those days started calling them refeed days or refuel days, and I could get down with that. But similarly, from now on, I'm team self-care every day. Shower, go for a walk, drink water, smile, have a chat with a friend, spend time with God every single day. Now, if I want to schedule a whole day of pampering... So be it. You know what? I want to share a lot more with you about this because it has impacted my own life so much. So, next episode, I'm actually going to share with you the top ways I've been able to rest in the Lord, the strategies I had to put in place in order to truly rest, and things you can actually implement right away. Okay, last thing. This past week was my birthday. Isn't that the day of the year that everyone else gets super nosy, right? Like, what are you going to do for your birthday? Like, everyone asks that. I had nothing planned. Actually, all I wanted to do was go for this incredible hike, which I did, and I went to Lush and bought not one, but two bath bombs. Total relaxing day. Here's what I realized this past week about my own self-care and rest. And I hope this image brings the point home for you too. As an athlete, well, more so a retired athlete who goes a little too hard every now and then, I like to take baths. When my muscles are sore, I'll put in the eucalyptus, the Epsom salt, and just soak my body to help it recover from that workout I did thinking I was still in college. But then there are times I take a bath for the sole purpose to relax in peace and calm. And it became so real to me this week that that is the kind of rest God wants us to have. That is the kind of rhythm we are to have in our lives. Not that we rest, aka take a bath for the sake of my story, because we overworked ourselves and need to recover so that we can be productive the next day but that we rest in his presence, that we rest, that we soak in his presence, that we soak in the calmness and peace of his grace, not because we're tired, but because that's where our identity is and our rhythm comes from a regular reflection and celebration of all he has done. Remember what care is. Care is the provision of what is necessary for health, welfare, maintenance, and protection of something or someone. Self-care is It is for you, and it is necessary, and rest, rest in God, that should be the most crucial piece of your self-care routine. Will you put it in? Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word, My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at KaylaPraise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.